Space, the final frontier. This is the Observer's Notebook, the official podcast of the Association of Lunar and Planetary Observers. Its mission to explore the solar system, to seek out new observations and data, to boldly go where no podcast has gone before. And now the host of the Observer's Notebook, Tim Robertson. Hello and welcome to the Observer's Notebook, the official podcast of the Association of Lunar and Planetary Observers. I'm Tim Robertson, the host of the podcast, and also the coordinator of the training program. This is a very special edition of the Observer's Notebook today. It's on the total solar eclipse on August 21st, 2017. This is basically a travel log that I recorded uh, on our way to Madras, and also with a number of interviews with people that I met along the way. Okay, it's August 20th. It is exactly 10.19 in the morning, 24 hours before totality hits Madras, Oregon. We are traveling from uh, Eugene, Oregon, the 155 miles, hashtag trek in the darkness, into Madras, where we're going to stay for this total solar eclipse tonight. And uh, see it tomorrow morning. Uh, we are traveling on the 126 Mackenzie Highway. It's a beautiful highway. It, it uh, parallels Mackenzie River. If you ever have a chance to drive it, I highly recommend it. It's gorgeous. Tall trees on either side of the road. It's really, really beautiful. Uh, my wife and I have done this road before on our motorcycles. And I tell you, I like it a lot more on a bike than in a car. Anyway, um, that's the positive. The negative is I look up in the sky and I see smoke clouds. Uh, there are wildfires all over this area right now, and and even the smoke and with the windows rolled up in the car and the air conditioner on, the smoke uh, is getting in. It's, my wife said her eyes were watering, and I'm feeling it in my throat. This is not a positive thing. I looked on the uh, Madras, Oregon website earlier, and they showed photographs of the sky there, and it showed, cl- it showed smoke uh, from last night, but this morning it's, it appeared the smoke had cleared out. The breeze had come in and blown it to the south. So hopefully that won't be a problem tomorrow for the total solar eclipse. Anyway, that's the uh, first edition of our travel log to the stars. Another thing I want to note is the traffic. There is none. <laughs> Um, currently on the 126, there are no cars in front of me and no cars behind me. So all the doom and gloom that I heard about coming up here, uh, miles and miles of backup so far, 85 miles outside of Madras, I really haven't experienced any traffic at all. So that's a real positive going into it. All right, we stopped for lunch in Sisters, Oregon at the Sister Saloon and Ranch Grill. And after a wonderful meal, I decided to ask our uh, waiter, Josh, uh, how sisters and how himself are preparing for the uh, eclipse tomorrow. Josh, uh, what have you done so far? Uh, Well, I've packed a bag in my car and put a bunch of camping gear, food, water, uh, and kind of preparation for big crowds moving through. Um, But we really haven't seen much yet, and it hasn't been an issue. It's kind of been a little odd. Now, are, you, are you from the Sisters area? Uh, I newly moved here, actually, just a few months ago from Vail, Colorado. Um, so I'm still getting to know the area, really. Okay. And when you heard the eclipse was coming, what kind of preparations did you see in Sisters take place? 
Uh, I've seen a lot of people filling up their extra gas cans. Um, some of the gas stations here actually ran out about a week before, ran out of gas a week before the actual eclipse was supposed to happen. Um, and I think that was mainly from locals <laughs> filling up rather than the crowds moving in. So it was kind of kind of funny to see that preparation. And I know other people are stocking up on food. They're saying grocery stores were going to be running out of food and water. And, and I've seen a little bit of that. But like I said, I think that's more the locals prepping rather than the crowds moving in. So. That's great. Now, have you ever seen a total solar eclipse? No, never. I, I, I think I remember a partial eclipse when I was growing up young in school one day. And that's a... I, I don't even really rec- like remember what that was like, to be honest. Now, are, 30 now. Now, are you working tomorrow? Yes. Uh, dinner shift, though, so I have my morning off and a nice little pond spot to go watch the actual eclipse. Okay. Now, that's in Sisters. I think Sisters has 45 to 50 seconds of totality. Are you going to go anywhere else, or are you going to stay here to watch it? I'll probably stay here to watch it. I have a nice little spot picked out, so um, I'm going to stay local. Yeah, being that short of duration, it's really not good to try to photograph it or anything. I, I don't plan on photographing it because two minutes is not nearly long enough. I'm, I'm going to sit in my lounge chair and just sit and watch the eclipse. Exactly. I plan on the same way. I'd rather just kind of watch it and enjoy it rather than record it. Maybe I'll take try and take one quick photo, but I'm not planning anything from it. So I just want to enjoy it. Okay. Well, great, Josh. I want to thank you for coming on the podcast. Yeah. Thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. All right. I'm wandering down the streets of... Uh, of, of Sisters, Oregon, and I find a young man selling eclipse glasses. Well, what's your name and where are you from? Uh, my name's Kian, and I'm from Oregon. You're from Oregon? Like, like, I used to live in California, Los Angeles, but now I live in uh, Oregon Sisters, or Sisters, Oregon. That's where we're at, Sisters, Oregon. Yep. How old are you? Um, guess. Yes, okay, that's your answer. So you have eclipse glasses, uh, and you're a very uh, enterprising young man, aren't you? Yep. Yeah. And how much are you selling the eclipse glasses for? Uh, for like $4. Well, you, you have a special deal running, don't you? Uh, if you buy three, you get you just have to pay $10. That's quite the bargain. Now, how's, how's business been? Uh, nothing's happened yet. No, because most of the stores in here are selling them for $2, right? My, well, my coworkers screamed, but that's it. That's it, huh? Yeah. So, uh, so how many eclipse glasses do you have to sell? Like 200. And have you ever seen a total solar eclipse before? Oh, hell no. No, you've never seen one. So this is your first? I guess. So where are you going to be to watch the massive uh, event tomorrow? I'll probably be sleeping. That's not a very good answer. Um, have you guessed with everyone else? Okay, great. Um, so good luck with your sales, and I hope you make a lot of money selling your clip glasses. Yeah. All right, we're back on the road. Uh, we've left Sisters a few minutes ago. That's a great little town. Those of you ever in this part of the country, I highly recommend you go there. Uh, we are 40 miles outside of Madras right now. Um, there's only six cars in front of us, and I count two cars behind us, so really not much of a traffic at all. Um, it's 82 degrees, so it's the temperature starting to come up a little bit. But the good news is there's no smoke in the sky. There are some high cirrus clouds, uh, which could be a uh, problem tomorrow, but right now there's no smoke, and it looks like we're going to clear that area when we hit Madras as well. I've talked to some people that are there, and they said there's absolutely no smoke in the sky in Madras right now. So that's it for now. Um, we are about an hour and ten minutes outside of Madras. I'll check back in when we get there. 
Okay, uh, after my last update, things opened up, and we flew into town, basically, uh, going 55 miles an hour. We are about uh, five miles outside of the city. This is a little stop-and-go traffic, but nothing really bad. I mean, this is not what I was expecting in any way. I thought 10 miles back or 20 miles back when we were stopped, I thought that was it. We were in it, but no, this is great. Um, I'm enjoying the drive. It's really not bad. It's beautiful outside. My big fear was 100 degree temperatures and it's 85 outside. That's really nice. And uh, everything looks good. I mean, there's a lot of open camping sites along the way on the 97 North that we're on. And it's kind of funny. I even had uh, someone behind me uh, tweet at me that they're literally right behind me because I have at Observers NB Pod on the back of my car. So I want to thank that person for uh, tweeting at me. Appreciate it. Marketing's working. Anyway, that's it for now. Talk to you later. Okay, we have arrived at SolarFest in uh, Madras, Oregon, and it's really not that bad. I mean, it looks like it's very well organized. I'm looking at uh, Fox News trucks. All the news trucks are lined up in the back here. Uh, the tent camping seems fairly organized, and so does the RV camping. It's very nice. I uh, just watched a, a uh, young Indian tribe do a dance to the sun, which was very neat. Um, but this is a very fun and well-organized event. I'll be talking to people while I'm here, and that's all I have for now. All right, we're at Solar Fest in Madras, Oregon, and I'm speaking with... Uh, Knut Olsen. And where are you from? So Tucson, Tucson, Arizona, I live now, but I'm from Oslo, Norway, originally. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So this is uh, your fifth eclipse, or...? No, it's actually my uh, first total solar eclipse. I've seen an annular solar eclipse before, and uh, actually I've been waiting for this eclipse since I was nine, uh, so I was uh, very interested in the 1979 eclipse that was on the east coast but it was cloudy that day uh where i was so i didn't get to see it so now i'm 47 yeah yeah so what are your plans for tomorrow so tomorrow we're gonna you know wake up set up the camera try to take some pictures um yeah just enjoy it i think i think probably the best thing to do since it's the first one is just uh try to take it in and not worry too much about recording it right because uh, yeah, I think just the experience of seeing the shadow come at you, seeing totality—it's going to be pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. For two minutes, yeah. you don't have a lot of time that's to do right. much. I mean, there, right. there's one in 24, well, 2024. That's yeah. so that's yeah. that, that that'll be cool. And in a couple of years, there's actually going to be one in Chile. So I used to live in Chile in South America, and it goes right over uh, Cerro Chilolo Inter-American Observatory, where I used to work. Um, so maybe in a couple of years, I'll be down in Chile. Yeah. So you're an astronomer? I am an astronomer, oh, indeed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, where, do, where do you work now? I work in uh, Tucson, Arizona at the National Optical Astronomy Observatory. Yeah, so uh, uh, we run Kit Peak, uh, amongst other things. Um, I work on nearby galaxies and on uh, sort of big data projects. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, this is fantastic. I'm with the Association of Lunar and Planetary Observers, so we do a lot ah, of the planetary uh-huh. stuff. We're, we're closer yeah. to home, but yeah. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my, uh, my wife is also an astronomer. She works on things. I work on nearby galaxies, and she works on things that are really far away. So I kind of joke that we, we have divided up the universe in the same way we divided up our closet. You know, she gets 95% of it, and I get the other 5%. So. That's very good. Well, enjoy the eclipse tomorrow. Okay, thank you very much. A pleasure. So right now uh, we're at SolarFest, and we're talking with... Eric. And Susan. And where are you both from? Emeryville, California. Oh. So you didn't have that really far to come? 
It seems like further. <laughs> but the traffic wasn't so bad? No, traffic was fine. It just took us a little while to get into the parking area. We parked up at uh, the um, day trip area. We were in the wrong line for a couple hours. So we're, we're good, though. We're here. We're, we made it. Now, when did you come in? Uh, just this afternoon, around 2. And is this your first eclipse? Yeah, first solar eclipse. First full total solar eclipse, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good. And what are you expecting tomorrow? Uh, okay, you got to give me a second here to think about this. What am I expecting? Yeah. I'm expecting, uh, well, I'm expecting the clouds to uh, clear out, for starters. Otherwise, it's not going to be very impressive. And I'm expecting to see uh, a spectacle, absolutely a spectacle. Um, I'm looking forward to it. This is... Uh, I've kind of briefed myself on what to expect, and uh, it's going to be uh, quite a, quite impressive, I'm sure. Uh, Are you going to try any photography or anything like that, or just going to sit back in your chair and relax? Not me. We, we do have little solar binoculars that we're going to try to use, but uh, to distract myself with some photography seems beside the point. Other people can take much better pictures than I can. That's the I'm an astronomer, and for two minutes, I'm going to sit in a lounge chair and just enjoy it. I, that's the best thing. That's the best thing, I think, is to... Really, to absorb the experience and and be part of it, as opposed to looking at it through a screen, seems like a really inappropriate way to, to take kind of a once-in-a-lifetime experience. That sounds great. Well, I hope you both really enjoy the eclipse tomorrow. Thanks. Thank you. All right. We're now talking with... Adrian. Adrian, and where are you from? Uh, New York, Long Island. Long Island, New York. And you come to Madras, Oregon. The, the the mecca of Oregon, right? Yeah. You, you have an exciting time here at, at Madras? Yes, very much. Thank you. <laughs> now, is this your first total solar eclipse? Yeah, it is. It is. And so what are you expecting tomorrow? Um, I mean, totality, so hopefully... I mean, I don't really know what to expect, so I guess that's part of the thrill, I guess. I mean, I'm not sure. So, yeah. yeah. I see you have a huge camera on your neck. Do you plan on taking photographs tomorrow? Um, yeah, at the beginning, because we were actually um, at the NASA talks, and they told us, you know, so right when total- when you see totality, right, it takes roughly two minutes. So you ha- set your timer for one minute and 50 seconds before you have to put your glasses back on. So then maybe for the first 20 seconds, you can take some pictures because it's safe without the filter. But, yeah. Doesn't that sound like a lot of work? I mean, if you only if you save it for the first 20, 30 seconds, then it might be worth it. You never know. Okay. Well, I hope you enjoy the eclipse tomorrow. Thank you. You too. Have a good day. Okay. Right now we're talking with... Phoebe, Emily, and Maria. All right. And you guys are related? Uh-huh. Yeah. She's my mom and my aunt. Oh, very good. Now, you came from... L.A. L.A. Davis, California. Oh, oh no cow. <laughs> oh, okay. So uh, this event happening tomorrow, the total solar eclipse, is it, is it your first eclipse? Uh, first total eclipse, yeah. For all of you? For all of you? First total, okay. yes. Very good. So what are, you, what are you expecting to see tomorrow? Um, I'm expecting to see the sky get really dark, and then I assume the sun will get covered by the moon. <laughs> this is ho- ho- hopefully it is the moon. <laughs> this is what I've heard. Um, yeah, it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool, yeah. Um, what, what are you looking forward to tomorrow? Uh, an, an amazing astronomical event. <laughs> a phenomenal 
uh, time that I, something I haven't ever seen before and may never see again. So you're in Madras, Oregon. What brought you here, though? I mean, there's a lot of different areas across the country you could have gone to. What do you... Well, it was the closest, really, um, for us. I mean, we could have gone to... We could have gone to Idaho and we could have gone to Montana, <laughs> but um, you were halfway to here, and you said that this was the best place to see. It's actually the best place. It was it was uh, reported to be the best place to see the eclipse. I'm not sure of all the reasons for that, but I know one was weather, uh, and I did look at a cloud cover map um, beforehand. So, for example, we came to Madras instead of the Oregon coast for that reason, um, and. I'm really excited to see the corona and see it get dark because partial eclipses are not the same. No, they're definitely not. It's differences day and night, which I've told many people. <laughs> um, so, so what is your opinion of the event so far, the, the Solar Fest? Oh, well, i got to say I haven't seen the Solar Fest that much, but coming here was an adventure. Everything is on fire. Oregon is on fire. Yeah, we were concerned, we were concerned with, the, with the smoke in the air, too, because that could eliminate the corona. So, right. so how, do you know how, how is that looking to you guys now? I'm an astronomer, not a meteorologist. <laughs> hopefully the winds pick up in the morning. And, and right, now, right now we have high cirrus clouds, so hopefully the wind will pick up and blow everything out of here, and we'll have a nice, clear morning. Okay. Well, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast, and uh, good luck tomorrow watching the eclipse. Thank you so much. You too. Have a great time. All right. Now we're talking with Alex Farah. And where are you from, Alex? I am from Granite Bay, California. Great. And are you interested in astronomy at all? Or? Yeah, my dad's an astrophotographer. I've always been exposed to it my whole life. And He's a rather famous astrophotographer, isn't he? Uh, I was sure. <laughs> That's Bob Farah, your father. Yes. <laughs> yes, he is pretty, he's a pretty good astrophotographer, I would say. Um, so is this your first all-solar eclipse? Yes, it is. Yes. Have you seen partial eclipses? I have not, no. So this is the first major event like this you've seen? Yeah, pretty much. So what are you expecting to see? What's your experience that you expect to see this or feel tomorrow? Well, I'm expecting to see a total solar eclipse, but um, yeah, it's it should be something pretty special. With yeah. Does this spark an interest in science or anything for you? Or? Yeah, I've, al- I've always been interested in science, all that stuff, my whole life. Okay, so I hear you're a saxophone player? Yes, I am. You're very good? I like to think I am. Great. All right, well, Alex, thanks for coming on the podcast. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> All right, so it's uh, Monday morning, August 21st. At about 9 o'clock in the morning, the eclipse is going to start in a little bit. And we are parked out in what they're calling Solar City. It's a car-only area. It was just for overnight. We came in last night about 9 o'clock. And I would estimate there's five to 6,000 cars in this area. And the first major fail of the organizers is six porta-potties for 6,000 cars. Um, last night, we waited two hours in line to use the restroom. And, of course, this morning, everybody's got to use the restroom. And there are, all, are multiple lines practically wrapping around the entire facility. It's pretty sad. Um, but... We have some, also we have some cirrus clouds in the sky, which are not very promising either. And, but there is no smoke, so that's looking good. Uh, I'll check back in in about an hour. All right, we're here at uh, Solar Fest, and I'm talking with Hubert Klar. And where are you from? 
I'm from Heidelberg, Germany. And is this your first uh, total solar eclipse? It's it's will be now my second if everything works fine. So I think it was ninety nine in, in Germany. So we also had a total eclipse, but the weather was by far not as nice as here. So it was overcast, and we were really racing around to find some clear spots. Were you able to see it at all? Yes, yes, we saw it. So it it it, it was fantastic. Yeah. Do you remember how long that eclipse lasted? Oh no, it was in in eternity, and at the same time, it was gone in a second. So. Okay. Uh, so what are you expecting today with the eclipse? Well, I, I hope to see a lot of the corona this time. So last time this was a little bit, we saw some stars coming out, but with better, better weather conditions, so I hope to see a lot so about it. Right. Now you came all the way from Germany. Why Madras, Oregon? Oh, I, I was checking out weather maps for the last month and, and found there's a wonderful minimum here. And I thought also it's, it's nicely organized here to have these parking opportunities before you're just chasing around and everyone doesn't want to have you somewhere parking. And, and, and so this was the best location. Some colleagues of mine are over in Salem, but I think weather is not as nice as here. And, and this was closest enough to, to friends where we stayed with in, in Washington the nights before. So this was the easiest to be reached. Oh, great. Um, what, uh, are you planning on doing any photography during the eclipse or anything like that? Well, the, the first thing I noticed when, when I boarded the plane was that I forgot all my camera equipment at home. So uh, this means I have my iPhone. And then I just trust on other people doing fantastic pictures, which I can find later. Yeah, that's uh, I, it's two minutes. I don't want to be. I'm not going to attach anything to my telescope. I'm going to sit in the chair and watch yes, it. So that's cool. Yes, exactly. So this is the biggest mistake you can do. So that you're just trying trying to take pictures, and then in the end, you have not seen it by your own naked eye. Yeah, that's yeah. what I did in my first eclipse, and I'll never do that again. All right. Well, thank you very much for talking to me. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, out at Solar City again, and right now I'm speaking with Ellen. And where are you from? Denmark. Denmark, all the way from Denmark. And this is your first total solar eclipse? Yes, it is. The first one. Traveled a long way and wanted to see this for many, many years. So finally got into reach of, of the first good eclipse. So, yeah, couldn't stand it. <laughs> Had to come here. Why Madras? Well, uh, originally we, we thought about going for Kentucky because it was the, the peak of the eclipse. But uh, we decided on Madras because it... it of course, the weather forecast seems to be the best here. So, um, so we started planning this trip for probably the uh, the first time it came to mind was two years ago, and then we really started like a year and a half uh, decided to go, and then we um, uh, the last year we've been planning, and then uh, ten months ago we booked the uh, tickets for the airline. So yeah, it had to be Madras. Now are you making this into a long vacation? Yes, yes. Three weeks, uh, ten days in New York, and then a couple of days in Seattle, and then we drove uh, down here, and just a quick uh, pit stop in Portland before we head out to Washington D.C. and then back to Denmark. So nice trip. So what are your plans for totality? Plan on taking pictures or? Well, um, we have some cameras with us, but we couldn't really carry the, the the big equipment. So we thought about just setting up some some iPhones and let them film. Uh, so we don't have to, uh, yeah, fiddle around with them too much. So, hopefully, getting some some landscape where the, where it darkens and per, possibly also the, uh, the the eclipse itself. But yeah, without filters, I hope. All right. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. Thank you.
Okay, we're about uh, 15 minutes past first contact, and the moon is well on its way to covering the sun. Um, we, our clouds are starting to dissipate, too. That's really nice. Um, it's fun to look around here and see a bunch of people staring at the sun with their glasses on. Oh, and there's a couple uh, parachutes coming down from the sky right now, too, near our site. So um, it's pretty exciting. Pretty exciting times right now. All right, we're about a third of the way into uh, the moon's trek across the sun, and I'm sitting here talking to... Jesse Sims. And where are you from, Jesse? Phoenix, Arizona. And is this your first total solar eclipse? This is my first total solar eclipse. And you've seen other eclipses in the past? Yeah, we've seen uh, the annular eclipse at the Grand Canyon in 2012, and uh, some lunar eclipses. Okay, why Madras? Why did you decide to come here? Uh, partly we have family in Hood River that we've been wanting to visit, and uh, we kind of research weather and different things like that to try to find what would have the most space to be able to have this many people show up, as well as lodging, travel, and weather. Now, there was a lot of alarm and about, about <laughs> yeah. water shortages and gas shortages and traffic, yeah. and have you seen any of that? I haven't, no. We drove down uh, from Portland to Madras yesterday, and... It was actually less traffic than normal, I would say. There was no big rigs or anything on the, on the roads. It was only cars driving to Madras. Yeah, my wife and I, we traveled from Eugene through Sisters here. Right. And we did it on our motorcycles this last summer. Right. And it was packed. Yeah. <laughs> it was yeah. just like, it, yeah. so it really wasn't anything nice. So yeah. do you have plans for totality when it hits? Uh, just be with family. Yeah. Experience the moment. Turn the cell phone off. Don't try and take pictures. <laughs> very good. Well, enjoy the eclipse. All right. Thank you very much. Be nice for a little bit. All right. We're about halfway through uh, um, the partial phases of the eclipse, and I'm talking to Dr. Mark Raymond. And uh, where are you from? Uh, right now, I live near Pasadena, California. And you work at JPL? I do. What do you do there? I'm the chief engineer and mission director for Dawn, which is currently orbiting dwarf planet Ceres in the main asteroid belt between Mars and Jupiter. That's fascinating. I love that. I could do a podcast on that. Maybe we will. <laughs> um, total solar eclipses. How many have you seen? This will be my third. So I have eight minutes and 11 seconds in the shadow of the moon. They're addicting, huh? They are. I think it's the most moving profound experience a person moving profound astronomical experience a person can have now why did you pick madras oregon mostly because despite the conditions today it had very high probability of clear weather that's very true yeah we do have some high clouds right now hopefully they burn off i don't know we're hoping hopefully but you know you go with the odds you do the best you can and you accept that maybe it'll work and maybe it won't now, do you plan on any photography or anything during totality? Absolutely not. Uh, for the first eclipse I saw, if listeners are old enough to remember an ancient technology called film, I did all my homework, I picked the right film, I rented a special lens for my camera, I mapped out all the pictures I wanted to take. Since the fifth grade, I'd been on distribution lists for eclipse tours so I could just look at the free pictures. I got absolutely gorgeous pictures, and I've never had any interest in them. To me, it's the experience of the eclipse. That's very true. The first eclipse I saw, I spent my time at the eyepiece and never looked up. And I'm not doing that again. I'm setting up a GoPro to take a picture, and I'm going to sit in my chair and watch. Right. It's, it's really the experience. It really is. Well, thank you very much. You're welcome. I hope we enjoy it together.
Very good. Okay, well, that was amazing. <laughs> the eclipse came and went. It was beautiful. The clouds cleared. The temperature dropped about 10 degrees. It was absolutely gorgeous. And I'm here with my wife, and she, this is her first total solar eclipse. Honey, tell us, what do you think? It was amazing. All that hype, and just, your heart just stops. It was great. I was surprised by the shadows changing beforehand. And we watched and watched for the shadow to come across the mountain. And when it did, it happened so fast, and it was dark all of a sudden. And then for two minutes, it was dark. And then as soon as the teeniest little bit of sun shone, it was light again. It's a huge difference between total and even 1%. <laughs> it's crazy. 99% and 100% are amazing. It's a complete difference. And what are we doing right now? Honey, we're sitting in traffic. <laughs> but it was worth it. It was great. <laughs> okay, well, the eclipse is over. I'm home from it. And it was an amazing adventure, to say the least. Um, the traffic that I was expecting on the way there, we uh, experienced tenfold on the way home. Uh, it took us about um, 11 hours to travel just 150 miles. Uh, we had expected to hang out in the uh, parking lot where we were watching the eclipse until the partial phases were over. But I swear, as soon as totality ended, st cars started started up all over the place. And like I said, we were in a parking area of 6,000 vehicles. And I've been at Dodger Stadium at the end of a game, and it's not fun getting out of there. Well, here I figured we had 6,000 in our parking lot, and then down the road, the direction we were going, we had tents, and we had the RVs, and we had everything else that were going to be going the same direct direction as we were. So we decided, unfortunately, to pack up, and we were out of there by 11 o'clock, which is about a half hour after totality ended. And... Like I said, 11 hours ago, 150 miles. And our first night, our first stop, I had booked a hotel in Redding, California, which is 350 miles south of Madras. And we did not pull into our hotel until 5 o'clock the next morning. We slept for five hours, got up, and drove the uh, 350 miles home. We made it home at 9 o'clock on Tuesday night. So the traffic I was expecting on the way there was non-existent, but... It more than made up for it on the way home. But well, do I regret it? Absolutely not. It was one of the most remarkable remarkable things I have ever seen in my entire life. And my wife is not an astronomer. She's not a science person. But immediately after, she asked me, when's the next one? And I said, chilly. She goes, let's go. So that's what it does to people. Anyway... I want to thank you for listening to this episode of the Observer's Notebook Podcast. We upload new episodes of the podcast every few weeks. You can find us everywhere on the Internet, on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever you download a, a podcast, go right ahead and download us. Subscribe to us. I really appreciate it if you do that. This podcast is supported by Patreon. You can donate to the podcast for as little as a dollar a month. If you like what you hear, 
on this podcast, please give a little. It takes time. It takes money to put this podcast together. You, and if you don't feel so uh, inclined, you can donate up to $35 a month where, where you will receive producer credits on the podcast. And with that, I want to thank the producer of this particular podcast, Steve Seidentop, for his generous support of the Observer's Notebook. The link for Patreon as well as the link for the ALPO is in the show notes. If you want to get a hold of me, you can email me at cometman at cometman.net or on Twitter at at ObserversNB, that's notebook, NB, NB pod, ObserversNBPod. That's our uh, Twitter handle. If you want to join the ALPO, membership is only $14 a year. You can find out more at www.alpo-astronomy.org. You can also find the ALPO on Facebook by searching ALPO Astronomy. And the podcast also has a Facebook page as well. Just search for The Observer's Notebook. The ALPO is an international organization devoted to the study of the sun, moon, planets, asteroids, meteors, and comets. Our goals are to stimulate, coordinate, and generally promote the study of these bodies using methods and instruments that are available within both the amateur and professional communities. Until next time, my hope is you always have clear and steady skies. Thanks for listening.